Hello and welcome to Speak Female, a podcast for ambitious and career-driven women. Speak Female means changing the meaning around words and phrases that are associated with women, or in fact have a negative association. It is about how we can and will edit the narrative to build a more understanding, diverse and balanced world and of course workplace. In every other episode, I interview an inspirational individual around an array of subjects, from financial independence, being an entrepreneur and women in tech, to transitioning career, female empowerment and mental health. Hello and welcome back to Speak Female. My name's Lucy Grimwade and I'm your host. Today I am joined by Nikki Masson. She works with female business owners to hit their income goals and creating a work-life balance. So Nikki, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you for having me. It's really nice to be talking to you today. Fabulous. So Nikki, I'm going to jump straight in there with asking some questions. So I met you um, via Instagram and then I joined your membership group, which I really, really enjoyed. And I've also worked with you one-to-one on creating an amazing disc profile, which has completely transformed my life. So thank you for that. I wanted to know from you, how did you step into being an entrepreneur? Well, it kind of happened um, about five or six years ago, and it was kind of a little bit by accident. I was on maternity leave at the time, and I was on maternity leave with my second baby, and I kind of felt that I'd lost myself a little bit. I'd had um, postnatal depression. Um, I suffered a lot with anxiety. And at the time, I didn't really understand a lot of what was going on kind of emotionally for me. Um, but what I did feel is this huge sense of I've kind of lost myself. I don't really have a purpose in life other than being a mum, which, of course, is amazing. But there also is a lot more to that as well. Um, there's more to life. Um, and so I kept seeing opportunities around um, and a lot of it was um, network marketing opportunities. So I was thinking, well, I haven't really necessarily got a skill set other than what I was doing in my um, full time job. I don't necessarily want to go out and spend an awful lot of money retraining something. This was back then. And so I decided to set up a product based business. So I set up um, a network marketing business. And this was kind of my first taste of what it was like to be a business owner and I had all of these grand plans I could see myself you know um, earning lots of money and traveling around the world and being really really successful but then what happened is I started my business and it didn't really go according to plan <laughs> and um, a lot of it was around the, the fact that I had um, a lot of doubts in myself, I had a lot of fear, there were a lot of insecurities. So when it came to me actually trying to go out and grow a business and be successful in business, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do the things that I needed to do. So it was my first taste of being an entrepreneur, but it was a short, short, sharp kind of reality check, if you like. Um, where I thought oh this is going to be easy but actually it was almost the opposite it was Mm. quite difficult Um, but it didn't take me long to realize that I needed to work on myself it was myself that I needed to work on Um, it took me about six months into having that business where I met um, my business coach and mentor and that's actually when my life started to to change around Um, I started working with somebody 
I worked on my internal blocks um, and then to cut a long story short, I did go and retrain um, and I studied and I became a certified coach. And that's kind of where, where I am today. So it was a, the starting point of that journey. Yeah, and it's really interesting what you say about that it was hard to begin with. And I think that you and I are in a similar space where we see a lot on Facebook and social media, mainly Instagram as well, that, you know, earn six figures tomorrow and, um, you know, all of that. And I think that gives entrepreneur lifestyle a bit of a fake, fake news, if I can call it that almost. Yeah, I definitely agree with that because what I was seeing was people earning a lot of money and and living these lifestyles and we were led to believe that we could have that. And yes, it probably was possible. I do actually believe that anybody can be, do or have anything they want. But like you say, you can't do that overnight. It's, It's a process. It's a journey. And sometimes we do go into these things and think that it's going to be something different than it isn't. Um, and it is hard. It is hard running a business. It's hard building a business. And But it's important to remember what you're doing or why you're doing it so that you've got a real driver behind you because times do get tough, especially this year. I mean, this year has been the biggest test for everybody. Absolutely. And I'd be interested to know how you balance being a mum and building a business. Well, it's definitely been a lot of trial and error. <laughs> it's, definitely a, it's definitely been a lot of hair pulling along the way. But actually what I focus on now is I manage my time really, really well. Um, and this is what I work with um, a lot of business owners and entrepreneurs um, to help them to manage their time. Because once you can increase your productivity, once you can manage your time really well, you can effectively do a lot more in less time. And you can earn more money or you can take more time off. So what I've been able to do now is get a really good balance so that I'm there for my children. And one thing that was really important to me is I wanted to be able to take my children to school because they're still only young. (laughs) And I wanted to be able to pick them up from school. And I didn't want it to be where I was trying to do work when they were around. Now, don't get me wrong, I do answer the odd messages, I might be on Facebook a little bit, you know, I might be on Instagram a bit, but for the most part, I keep my personal life and my business life separately. And that I found works really well, because when I'm at work, I'm present at work, I'm focused on my business. When I'm with my family, I'm focused on them. So I'm not constantly thinking about the other one, you know, so when I'm with my family, I'm not constantly thinking, oh, I should be doing this with my with my job. So I do find that having that balance and having that clear distinction between the two has really helped. And like I say, it took a while to get there. It's definitely trial and error. It's not always perfect. It's yeah. not always ideal. But it's finding out what works well for you and being aligned with your values. You know, what's most important to you? Do you want to work weekends or don't you want to work weekends? You know, are you tra- are you compromising and working out are there areas of your life that you feel stressed? Because I was starting to feel really stressed because I was working lots of evenings. I was working in the weekends. I wasn't having the quality time with my family. And then I kept thinking, well, actually, this isn't what I want. This isn't the lifestyle that I want to live. So I had to make some changes. Fantastic. Thank you. And I wondered whether as well, how do you find it different now in regards to when you worked in a full-time career job, 
for somebody else to now because there must be a massive difference and you're probably more now able to take your children to school and pick them up whereas when you were doing a full-time job probably not so much Oh, do you know, it is so different. Um, I was always really passionate about the job that I did. Um, I loved it. I was always very career driven. So, you know, I always wanted to go for the next promotion. I always wanted to like keep, you know, going as far as I could take it. And I was very fortunate in my um, career that I did get lots of opportunities to progress. But there was a clear shift when I had my children and that shift started to make me feel really uncomfortable. So, for example, if any of my um, if my children were ill um, and I got a call from their nursery and I had to go and pick them up, I felt really awkward about it. I felt like um, my my bosses, the people that I work with, looked down on me and treated me differently because not only was I actually I went back part time in the end after having my children. So not only was I part time, but yeah, there were just little things like that that made me feel really uneasy. And again, it came down to me thinking, well, I don't want to make those compromises. I want to be career driven. I want to be able to you know, do really well and be in a position to um, help others as well. But I don't want to have to compromise at the expense of my family or I don't want to have to do a job where I'm not happy just because I've got children. And I think that was one of the catalysts really for me actually changing and moving away from from that particular job was the fact that I didn't I just didn't feel that that could give me everything that I wanted. Whereas when you're an entrepreneur and you're in business by yourself, you design that business, you design the life that you want. So it's very, very different. So you stop trading time for money. And you can have that life that you really want. Now, it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It doesn't mean it's going to happen overnight. But how fulfilling is it that you're working towards something that you're creating, that it's your responsibility and no one can take that away from you. And I think that's really exciting that the world is, is literally your oyster, really. Yeah, I completely agree. Mm-hmm. And with, with the female business owners that you work with, have you found that they're reasons as well to perhaps want to transition into being an entrepreneur running their own business has been that freedom and flexibility yeah absolutely I work with a lot of um women who are sort of like um 30s onwards so sort of 30s 40s 50s so women that probably had their family or are having a family and they don't want to be tied to a job anymore but they realize that they've got so much more to give in the world that they they want to do things that they're really passionate about they want to have time freedom, they want to have financial freedom. And when you when you work for yourself, you have that ability to create that. Whereas if you're employed, you don't have as much freedom and flexibility to do that. So it's completely different. And there are clearly good and bad points for, for each. Um, but yeah, I definitely find that people just get to that stage in life and they just think, yeah, I, I want something different. And for some people, they're able to go out and, and get that. Um, for other people, what I see a lot of is their own um, inner thoughts. So how they think and feel about themselves, their self-limiting beliefs, their doubts can often get in the way. So they might have an amazing idea. They might be really passionate about something, but it's those internal blocks that stop them. It's a bit like they hit a brick wall and they can't move past it. Yeah. Yeah. Really like that you shared that. Mm. But if there's somebody listening now who's thinking about starting up their own business what resources are out there for perhaps somebody that is thinking 
I'd like to leave my nine to five. I'd like to start mm. up a business. I don't really know where to start. What resources would you recommend perhaps starting with? Well, I think that really it's about being clear on what it is that you want to do first and foremost. Um, and you might know that. So you might have a really clear idea, a really clear picture of what it is that you want, or it might not be that clear. So what I recommend is I always recommend working with somebody, whether that's a coach, whether it's a mentor. The thing about that is it it accelerates your success so you're much more likely to succeed you know whenever you look at like the most successful people in the world whatever industry it's in whether it's business whether it's sport everybody works with a mentor everybody works with somebody to help them to progress to the next step it's it's like having a fresh pair of eyes on you things that you can't see so definitely working with someone so I feel that it's having um, investment behind you to be able to A, set up your business so that you're not putting yourself at risk financially. Because one thing that I see is that people make the transition from being employed to being self-employed really, really quickly. And then they can't get their income back quick enough or fast enough. Um, and so what happens is then they feel like they can't succeed in their business. And worst case scenario is they have to go back and get a job again. Yeah. So it's making sure that you can financially you can be secure um, and that you can invest in getting the help and support that you need. So like I say, working with a coach or mentor, but it's also finding out like what skills do you need? Is there anything missing? And sometimes you can go out and you can find that information. You can read books. You can do online courses. Um, and again, working with a coach or a mentor can help you to identify the strengths that you um, have, but also uh, the areas that perhaps need a bit more help. It's all about helping you to exceed, succeed faster. You know, why take five years to do something that perhaps you could do in one year? Yeah, brilliant. I also think um, being part of group memberships as well has hmm. been really beneficial, especially for me as I was part of your membership. And could you tell me and the audience about where that idea came from with your group membership yeah do you know I had this idea at the beginning of the year and you know a lot of people um, have memberships and at the beginning of the year beginning of this year I suddenly decided you know what this is what I really want to do I'm really really passionate about working with women and um, I love working with women in business I love working with um, female entrepreneurs and I was like why not create a space where everybody can come together in, in a group and feel supported and kind of have um, almost like just have that team around them so that you feel supported so that you know if you've got a question about your business you know that you can go and ask and you've got a group of people there that are ready waiting to help you and give you some advice you know if you're having a bit of a down day it's somewhere where you can go and sound off um, and and nobody's going to judge you it's about you know people that have probably been through something similar or going through something similar um, and can um, empathize with that or that can help you and also having access to training as well so having access to training um, and support to help you grow your business because I think when you start in business by yourself it's sometimes hard to know which way to turn yeah 
And there's a lot of information out there. Like, you you know, you said before, you only have to look all across social media and you've got people going, oh, we're only first 100K in, you know, 24 hours. And, you know, get 100 clients in, in a day. And it's just, it, it's not reality for most people. But of course, when you're faced with that information all the time, it's it's very easy to kind of think that, oh, yeah, I've got to go and follow this this and I've got to go and do that and that's what I should be doing and you can get yourself all kind of caught up in lots of different things so you just keep it super simple get a really good support network around you and, and that's what a membership can do it can really provide you with the support accountability and the skills that you need to go out and grow that business and I think the good thing about being in a membership as well, it's, it's lots of different people all coming together. So people from different backgrounds, people from different businesses, all different stages. And, you know, imagine having lots of different eyes on you in your business or giving you advice and support. I think it's invaluable. I love it. Yeah. And I also think it's a really good if people don't want to make a massive financial investment, it's a really good stepping stone. And yeah being part of a community as well and I definitely you know I can't sing the praises of your membership group enough because it was a really amazing thing that I joined when I was at that kind of transitional stage of what do I want to do with my business going forwards and it was really beneficial and I actually had made some contacts that I've kept in touch with as, and obviously you and I have kept in touch as well so I do find membership groups really beneficial. So my next question for you Nikki is what blockers do you think women have held when they've been wanting to I say jump ship but jump from being employed to self-employed you know the one of the biggest blocks I see is fear and there are lots of different types of fear but it could be fear of success could be fear of failure could be fear of criticism and you know when you you're employed that's almost like your safety blanket you know, you're used to getting up, going to work, you get your paycheck at the end of the week or the end of the month, and it's secure. But when you go and you're stepping out on your own, all of a sudden, it's all on you. And these fears start to come up to the surface. So you start to doubt yourself, you start to wonder, can I really do this? Am I really good enough? And those fears and doubts, like it only takes one mental or emotional block, like a fear, and that's enough to completely sabotage our chances of success. Now, it's okay that we have them. It's completely normal that we have these fears and doubts. It's just information for us to work through. Um, the other thing to be aware of is that sometimes people within your environment can have an impact. So, you know, imagine that you've worked 20, 30 years of your life, and then all of a sudden you turn around to your partner and go, oh, here's an idea. Why, why don't I leave that job <laughs> to go out and sort of sell this business now? And your partner and your family, you know, they don't intentionally sabotage you. They don't want to intentionally sabotage you, but they do because they might um, not agree with your choices um, and you might be influenced by them as well. What often happens is that because they might not think it's possible for them to achieve it, they don't feel like it's possible for you either. So they start to project their thoughts and feelings onto you. So you have to be mindful of what's in your environment as well. Um, so these are the kind of the, the blocks that I see. It's internal blocks, but then it's also what is happening in the environment as well. Um, and this is why it's, it's knowing what you want and why you're doing it needs to be that driver first and foremost. 
Um, because once it is, then all of that other stuff you can figure out along the way. Fantastic. I really like how you spoke about um, external influences that can impact you as well with the, the, the fear that you can feel because that has definitely been a theme with some other conversations I've had on this podcast where we've talked around external conditioning where people um, mirror their fears onto you and then you kind of mirroring that back. Yeah. So Nikki, to finish the podcast up today, what would your one piece of advice be for a female looking to start her own business? You know, I think really, and um, we've talked about it a little bit today, is know why you want to do it. Have a vision in your mind. Have, some, have a goal that you can connect with. An end goal that's meaningful for you, that is passionate. It's, it's got to get you out of bed in the morning. It's got to drive you. Because if you've got a goal, a vision in mind, if you're passionate about something, if there's a dream, it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter how many setbacks you get. It doesn't matter how many knockbacks you get. You'll always consistently keep working to that main aim. So it just needs to be compelling enough. It needs to have emotion behind it. It's got to be something that you really, really want. It's not going to be not something that you think you'd like to have or you see other people having. So you think, oh, I should have that too. If, if you've got that thing behind you, it makes that transition so much easier because you can take that leap knowing that actually there's a huge reason, there's a huge driver knowing why you do it. So spend some time just literally mapping it out. Um, and one way that I like to do it with my clients is just to ask them to literally write down a dream list. So if there were no um, constraints in your life, so if money wasn't a problem, if time wasn't a problem, if there was nothing else getting your way, in your way, what would you be doing with your life? what excites you how do you want to spend each day each month and what do you want to you know how do you want to feel when you get to the end of your life when you look back on your life what do you want to have achieved so definitely do that it's such a great exercise to do and you'll probably find that you'll do it quite regularly throughout the whole life cycle of your business um of that journey but certainly do that as a starting point you know work out why you're doing it first and foremost um, and that's going to help you to move forward. Thank you, Nikki. And thank you for joining me today on Speak Female. Oh, it's my absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for having me today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thank you so much. And thank you for joining the Speak Female podcast today. I've been joined by Nikki Masson, where we've talked about what it's like to be a female business owner. If you've enjoyed what we've spoken about today, please feel free to comment, share and like this podcast. I've been your host, Lucy Grimwade. This podcast has been edited by Natalia Holly. And remember, ambition isn't a dirty word.